Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Health and Wellness Connection podcast slash radio show, bringing you some of the more exciting, awesome tips and tricks on how to maintain optimum health and wellness uh, during these uh, trying times. Again, this is uh, another show. I'm so excited you guys uh, rejoined us today. We're here to talk about something pretty exciting. Um, before we go into the uh, actual upcoming topics, we got to do a little bit of a promotion. Uh, of course, you can find me if you have any questions or concerns, or you want to reach out. Instagram. My uh, tag is at Dr. Barry MD. That's D R B A R R Y M D. And also join us on Facebook www.facebook.com backslash next level weight loss and lastly you can find me on my blog as well www.controlyourw8.com again thanks for uh, joining us today on the Health and Wellness Connection podcast today's show is going to be about the importance of sun sunscreen and staying safe um as we all know, um, it's summertime and uh, it's really, really hot out here. And one thing that people sometimes don't understand as far as the heat and staying cool and staying safe in the summer is the importance of being sure you protect yourself from the dangers of UV rays. Now, um, the sun is a, a pretty amazing, pretty uh, important structure as it pretty much provides life to the entire planet. <laughs> Obviously, that's pretty important, wouldn't you? But anyways, the sun is important. However, it's not completely safe um, in, in, in many aspects as well. Uh, primarily being that the sun's rays, if um, humans are exposed to them for extended periods, have been shown to cause issues. Primarily damage to the skin. Now, how this happens is that the sun's rays give off... Um, a thing known as ultraviolet light. Now, these ultraviolet uh, light um, rays are pretty powerful, and they actually can penetrate deep into the skin's tissues. Um, there's actually two major portions of of this so-called this so-called UV rays that, when we're exposed to, can pretty much be quite dangerous. Um, in fact, um, according to the uh, um, the Cancer Research Center in the United Kingdom. Whose article I'm referencing here? Um, it's very um, highly correlated with causes of melanoma, which is a very dangerous, very serious type of skin cancer. One of the more deadly versions of skin cancer that are out there. So UV rays, um, one of the, the biggest issues is that they're they're um, they can definitely be associated with higher rates of cancer in people who are not protected from them. And uh, what is UV? Um, like I said, they're the ultraviolet light that the sun actually releases. Now, there's two major kinds. UVB, those are the skin, uh, uh, UV rays, sorry, that are responsible for the majority of sunburn. So that little red peeling burning sensation you get if you've been out in the sun too long. Very uncomfortable. Typically lasts about two to three days for most people. Uh, my Irish folk out there probably have a little more, you know, <laughs> a serious uh, reaction there as well because greens we'll get into in a bit. But ultimately, UVB rays are those rays that are usually associated with causing sunburns. Now, UVA, which is the other kind of ultraviolet rays that are commonly associated with the sunlight, those actually penetrate deeply into the skin. And the issue with those rays is that they can contribute much less to sunburn, but they do cause 
deep, deep penetration into the cell, which can increase their chance of hitting the DNA, which is really the big issue. And um, we say that because UV rays are very damaging to the cell's DNA. And it's also, they're also believed to uh, be associated with forming those free radicals on the skin, which can also promote inflammation, which can also promote increased aging. So overall, um, UV rays are very dangerous and very harmful to the body, but especially to the skin, since they are, the skin is the primary defense against these rays. Now, um, the thing about these rays, the biggest concern that we talked about earlier is sunburn. And sunburn is probably the most obvious sign that the DNA in your skin cells are, are, are damaged. Um, and sunburn is usually characterized by having inflamed, hot patches um, anywhere on the body, um, commonly associated with areas that are highly directly exposed to the sun, like the shoulders, the, the top of the head, the nose. Um, now, the thing with sunburn is that sunburn, while initially might seem innocuous during the initial um, incident, meaning the little burning sensation you get, especially if you're of more of a darker complexion. And we're talking about how, you know, skin tone can protect against the sun and so forth on the other part of the podcast. But the important thing is that people who burn um, typically are those who have less amounts of melanin in their skin. And um, those who are prone to burning um, are should be especially um careful about how they're out in the sun because of the dangers that we're, we're talking about here. Um, sunburn now typically in certain severe cases can be associated with significant blistering, peeling, um, significant pain and discomfort for an extended period of time. Now the rates and the extent of this damage varies in certain individuals, but it's believed that just once um, just getting a severe sunburn once every two years can literally triple your risk of melanoma skin cancer. So I say that because people who may be of a darker skin tone who, who suffer skin burns, sunburn, excuse me, they may not realize the, the increased danger they're getting just given the fact that the initial burn may not have been that significant. So in a nutshell, it's very important that if you're going to be out in the sun, prone to skin burns, make sure you're doing everything that you can in your power to protect yourself. And we'll talk about ways you can protect yourself here and how to minimize some of these uh, burns um, here in a little bit. But before we go further, we should probably go a little bit more deeper as far as how some burns can actually cause cancer because that's what people don't understand. Sometimes the burning itself is just part of the entire process and a lot of issues with the burning. Number one, like we said, we get those free radicals in the skin, which actually causes the skin to age faster. This is the reason why you see a lot of people who've been out in the sun for extended periods tend to get older quicker, especially if they're not protecting their skin appropriately. So those free radicals and inflammatory mediators that are formed when you develop a burn actually damage your skin in the long run and promotes aging. So um, those people who are really, you know, Concerned about looking older or not wanting to look older should be especially careful in protecting their skin. Secondly, those UVB rays we mentioned earlier, when they deeply penetrate into the deeper portions of the skin, um, sorry, those UVA rays that deeply penetrate, excuse me, when those UVA rays penetrate deeply, they can cause DNA damage. Now, this damage to DNA is that main issue that 
typically results in formation of what we call cancer cells. Cancer cells are some of those cells that essentially reproduce without any check, causing large growths and masses that aren't planned um, during normal cellular activity. Um, and one of the biggest types of cancer, there are many kinds of cancers, especially in the skin, but the most dangerous one that's been associated with the highest amount of mortality is definitely melanoma. Uh, melanoma is a cancer um, that's very dangerous, primarily because it's very invasive, meaning a small skin cancer that's created on the skin surface can easily penetrate into the body and spread throughout the um, vital organs of the uh, person very quickly. So, And it's associated with a very high mortality rate. So it's very important that melanoma is something that if you are at risk of developing it, you should do everything you can to minimize um, that risk because it's a pretty serious disease. So um, <clears throat> UV rays are one of the biggest proponents, or sorry, the biggest causes of melanoma. So it's important that you protect yourself against melanoma and those issues associated with melanoma so you can prevent or lower your risk for cancer in general. And how common is melanoma? Well, in the United States, melanoma is one of the more prevalent cancers. Um, it's believed about 91,000 cases of melanoma are diagnosed in a year. So it's about half, more in men, uh, 55,000 versus 36,000 women. And by the way, these numbers are from the American Cancer Society. If you're uh, interested, you can definitely go out to their website and take a look. Now, melanoma, um, just quickly, brief facts, melanoma, 20 times more common in um, Caucasians than in African Americans. Um, overall, lifetime risk in getting melanoma is about 1 in 40 for whites and about 1 in 1,000 for black people and about 1 in 172 for Hispanics. So it's um, kind of an interesting point only because um, people have, research has shown that people who have higher levels of melanin may be protected only because those melanin cells are important in absorbing some of the UV rays. So Again, and we'll talk more about some of the important ways to protect yourself against UV rays. And in addition to melanoma, another common ailment that UV rays are believed to be associated with are cataracts. Cataracts is a scene on the lens inside the eye. Now, the lens in your eye is essentially how you see. It essentially focuses the world into your brain so that you can actually see something. And the lens is like a camera lens needs to be clear and crisp and very uh, uh, sharp in, in a nutshell so that you can actually see properly. So anything on this lens can affect the way you can see. And it's believed that UV rays themselves can damage the lens of your eye, resulting in decreased vision over time. So um, obviously uh, the way to protect yourself against this would be to wear sunglasses or eyeglasses that protect against UV rays. This is something that people who are out in the sun may not realize, especially if you're out in the sun for extended periods of time. It's very important that you consider um, doing things to protect your vision or your eyes from those UV rays. All right, so um, overall, UV rays definitely can have a lot of issues. Um, so for the next half of the show, we're going to focus on things you can do to help protect yourself uh, against uh, UV ray damage. And if you're someone who's more prone to damage, you know, we're going to um, kind of go in more detail so far as some of the different treatments and different preventative measures you can use and you know, the effectiveness and things like that. So please stay tuned. A lot of uh, hopefully helpful information for you, especially if you're in a, 
a warm, hot climate at this period of time, which is probably most of the world. <laughs> so, again, join us. Health and Wellness Connection Podcast. Peace. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Health and Wellness Podcast, the foremost podcast designed to bring you some of the most current and up-to-date information regarding health and wellness in the modern universe. Is that too much to say? No, I'm just kidding. But anyways, thank you for coming back. Um, so we were talking about UV rays and the dangers of ex- excessive sun exposure. And now let's talk about more about some of the things you can do to prevent um, some excessive uh, injury, or excessive damage, excuse me, due to the sun's rays. Now, I think the main thing that people think about when they think about, you know, protecting yourself from the sun would be using sunscreen. And that's probably the most obvious uh choice of things that people like to do and that's in addition to obvious things like wearing clothing that are covering your skin as well as wearing hats to you know reduce excessive sun exposure to the face um, but the main thing you want to do um, as if um, I guess the main thing you want to do to minimize uh, excessive sun damage if you're going to be out in the sun for extended periods is uh, starting getting into the habit of using sunscreen now sunscreen is something that's uh very obviously uh, promoted and has been for many years to protect you from the skin, uh, sun's damage to the skin, excuse me. Now, the thing about sunscreen is that there's different kinds of sunscreen that you want to be aware of, and there's actually a lot of controversy in the um, sunscreen community, if you will, I guess. <laughs> if that is a community, it sounds kind of, kind of weird, but yeah, the sunscreen community in the sense that there's a huge difference between the different sunscreens out there. I want to make sure you guys are aware of those. You have mineral sunscreens versus chemical sunscreens. Now, the mineral sunscreens are the natural uh, sunscreens. At least they are made of typically natural ingredients. Now, of course, every manufacturer is different, but that's kind of a, the, a general agenda when these mineral sunscreens are being created. And mineral sunscreens are actually what I recommend as well. And it's actually what most dermatologists recommend. And the thing about mineral sunscreens, they're designed to reflect the rays of the sun um, they actually do not allow the sun to actually penetrate the skin so it's a very effective way to reduce skin damage as we discussed earlier penetration of the skin by those UV rays is how they usually impart their damage so they're effective in that regard the main chemical that's typically comprised in these mineral sunscreens is typically zinc oxide and titanium dioxide, these are the two chemicals in most of these sunscreens, at least the base chemical that actually does the work. I guess mineral, if you will, since it is a mineral. Zinc oxide also has strong antibacterial and anti-inflammatory properties, um, so it's actually effective for acne treatment, too. So if you're someone who's an acne sufferer, zinc oxide-based creams can actually be a good way of treating those. Now, the thing about these mineral sunscreens, um, they're actually ideal for the environment because they actually are comprised of natural uh, 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 substances, so usually they're able to be absorbed into the earth, uh, especially if you're out in the ocean or whatever, and uh, you know they don't really have a, a harmful effect. Um, and these are actually the, the new wave, if you will. Um, it's actually a really uh, interesting article, um, because as opposed to their counterpart, the chemical sunscreens, which we will talk about in a little bit, mineral sunscreens are actually the only sunscreens you can now use if you're visiting Hawaii. Actually, a recent bill was just passed in the Hawaii legislature that stated that starting January 1st, 2021, it will be officially illegal to use a chemical sunscreen. 
in Hawaii. And the thing about chemical sunscreens is that chemical sunscreens are the probably most popular used sunscreens because they're actually promoted and used by these uh, large companies who make these, uh, you know, items. And chemical sunscreens are probably the most popular because that's what most people know about. And chemical sunscreens are typically the -the over-the-counter sunscreens that contain the chemical oxybenzone and octinoaxate. Really, um, you know, it's a chemical, so it's hard to pronounce sometimes. <laughs> and these actually are effective in blocking UV rays, but there's concerns about some of the other side effects. Uh, and it's a little bit, you know, unclear as far as their overall effect on the body. Chemical sunscreens, now banned in Hawaii, at least will be, sorry, as 21, um, work actually by absorbing the UV rays emitted by the sun and then actually dissipate the energy uh, via chemical reactions that help, you know, reduce the energy's effect on the body. And it's believed that some of these chemicals, you know, when they're used can be very effective, but they also can cause skin irritation and other side effects in uh, many individuals. There's even some, some suspicion that some of these chemicals are affiliated or associated with hormone imbalances. So. A lot, of, a lot of interesting theories out there. Nothing's been definitively proven yet, but is there? there is concern rising. Now, as far as Hawaii and why they got uh, kind of worked up about the whole chemical sunscreen issue causing the bad it, they actually um, did research and noticed that they believe the active ingredient, again, oxybenzone and octinex 8 were actually being associated with increased deaths, bleaching deformities, and DNA damage in coral reefs. Um, and this was actually concerning to them because the coral reefs are the essentially foundation of their uh, sea life. Um, uh, their, uh, I guess their biosphere down there as far as their, their local uh, sea, um, their local sea environment. So it's very important that the coral reefs stay healthy. And uh, I guess they felt that um, oxybenzone specifically was extremely toxic to the juvenile form of corals. Is like what some of the uh, forensic exotoxicologists were saying when they did their research. Um, this prompted the local legislature to ban this ingredient. And uh, that kind of got a lot of people concerned because, you know, a lot of people are using these oxybenzone and chemical-based sunscreens. And this whole industry is surrounded around this. So, of course, many uh, companies became concerned. And the obvious uh, conclusion is that there's going to be now an increased push to promoting mineral-based sunscreens. And uh, this may be good, actually, in the sense that if we think that these chemical sunscreens are damaging the environment, then I think it's, it behooves everyone to uh, uh, reduce our use of them. That being said, the chemical sunscreens are very effective. So if you're someone who's extremely fair-skinned and uh, very prone to uh, developing uh, skin burns and so forth, Sometimes the chemical sunscreens may be as effective or maybe the better option. Now, let's talk about that. Chemical sunscreens, like we said, are made of chemicals and they um, are used to help absorb excess UV rays. Excuse me. But the sense the thing about the chemical sunscreen is that they can actually get to much higher SPFs and SPFs is actually the effectiveness that a sunscreen is able to block the sun's rays. So most uh, mild or weak, we should say, um, um, 
most weak uh, sun's lotions have an SPF of about 15. And an SPF of about 15, and SPF about 10, and by the way, SPF means sun protection factor. Um, 15 um, will actually um, be as effective in protecting your sun from the direct heat or damage of the sun 15 times longer than having no sunscreen at all. So when something has SPF 15, that's pretty effective in casual sun exposure. Now those who um, who use SPF 15 uh, based uh, lotions and solutions get about 93% of all of the incoming UVB rays. Um, now if we up that up to SPF 30, which is the, the typical protection you get in most of your mineral based uh, sunscreens, that actually blocks about 97% of, of the uh, UV rays that are out there when um, you're using them, which is pretty good. So again, mineral-based sunscreens can provide adequate protection for the vast majority of people who are out there needing protection from the sun. Now, SPF 50-based uh, sunscreens. Now, these are the levels you see in mainly the chemical-based uh, sunscreen lines. They block out about 98%, which is about an additional one percentage point over the F SPF 30, um, uh, SPF 30 uh, lotions and uh, sunscreen solutions. So that being said, it's only a 1% higher level for the SPF 50 as far as percent blockage of UV rays. But while it may seem negligible, that 1% could be a significant Percentage, especially if you're extremely fair-skinned or extremely uh, prone to burning. So um, the thing about sunscreen, it's very important that you really look at your body. If you're someone who's very prone to uh, burning, like you're very fair-skinned and you, you go out there for 30 minutes and you're already burning, you definitely probably want to just try to minimize exposure with barrier methods like wearing large floppy hats and, and glasses as well as uh, long sleeve light clothing. And if you are you know, out there determined to show skin, you probably want to definitely use the higher base sunscreens, uh, higher SPF sunscreen, just to reduce that risk of burning. Those who are um, able to tolerate or be protected from the mineral-based uh, sunscreens uh, definitely should use those over the chemical-based just to uh, you know, reduce their potential risk of any kind of uh, side effects, as well as uh, you know, not to... Uh, you know, promote more oxybenzone in the environment, which has been shown to be damaging. And lastly, um, let's talk a little briefly about some of the uh, internal protection um, that some people have against UV rays. Now, we all know that uh, certain parts of the globe are highly exposed to the sun constantly, um, yet um, we don't see those levels of, of skin cancers that you would expect in those populations. Um, of course, we're talking about more kind of darker skinned people, um, those with high levels of melanin in, in, in their skin now. Melanin is one of those things that's been shown to help protect against UV damage. So uh, hence the reason why uh, people who are darker skinned have significantly lower rates of uh, skin cancers, but they're definitely not immune. And that's one thing that we want to definitely stress, especially uh, in the parts of the body that aren't heavily melanated, like the palms of the hands and the soles of the feet. There have been significant numbers of cases of people who've developed cancer in those regions. So um, just because you're darker doesn't mean you're completely protected against um skin cancers and other skin ailments, but it definitely um, uh, does um, confer some protection. So, you know, definitely, uh, I think, act accordingly, especially, you know, if you're someone who is darker skin and you do burn, which is definitely a significant portion of people, 
Mineral-based sunscreens are definitely a great option to help reduce risk of uh, potential long-term damage. And if you're someone who's a fair skin, let's say you're a fair skin Caucasian or Irish person who's very, very prone to burning, um, you definitely want to um, consider using sunscreens as a daily um, part of your repertoire and possibly consider using the higher base chemical sunscreens if you're going to be out in the sun um, for an extended period of time. Um, but ideally, bare method should be the primary goal um, of people who are very fair skinned so that you can reduce that risk of sunburn, which ultimately will help reduce the risk of skin cancer and, and so forth, which is a, a, a very significant concern. So in a nutshell, you want to protect yourself against the rays of the sun while being outdoors during the summertime is a central part of enjoying the summer. Um, you don't want to just kind of throw caution to the wind. Um, be, be very cognizant of your exposure to the sun. Uh, be very cognizant of your you know, proneness to achieving or getting sunburned. And make sure you do what you have to do to protect yourself against sunburn as well as cataracts and other uh, UV-based uh, issues. Again, thank you for joining us on the Health and Wellness Podcast. Hopefully, uh, you picked up something good today. Um, please reach out on um, Instagram or Facebook or the blog. Um, if you have any information or you have any other questions or you want um, some topics you want me to address, and we'll see if we can maybe hit that up for you. Again, this is Dr. Barry MD. Find me on Instagram at Dr. Barry MD. Appreciate you joining us today on the Health of Wellness Podcast. Peace.